Welcome to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast, a journey of self-discovery and transformation. Moira Sutton and her amazing guests share real-life stories, tools, and strategies to inspire and empower you to create and live your best life. Come along on the journey and finally blast through any fears, obstacles, and challenges that have held you back in the past so you can live your life with the joy, passion, and happiness that you desire. Now, here's your host, Create the Life You Love Empowerment Life Coach, Moira Sutton. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 77, Messages from the Angels, Replay, Part 2, with Conscious Channel, Adria Windhorst, Estrabu. I wanted to bring you both Part 1 and 2 replays and share once again Adria's beautiful messages from the angels. Adria is a conscious channel of angels, Lemurians, and other beings who wish to assist humanity. She shares the powerful message. Sometimes we want something so dearly that if we have tried for it before and tucked it away because we didn't think we could have it, inside this treasure box of wishes, too precious to look at or even consider. Her message in this episode, it is time now in the evolution of humanity for each one of us to open those new gifts to ourselves. It is time to receive and complete the wishes of the past if they are still resonant for your empowered being. I know this message is empowering and inspiring for you to live your best life and the dreams and and the desires that were put on your heart for you to have. Namaste. Well, thank you. Delighted to be with you. (laughs) So, so excited. It just seems like time's flown by too. Like sometimes it feels like it was just yesterday we were talking, even if if I know it is not. just time. I find that even right now, like there's Monday and we were just talking before this, that last time we talked, we were looking to move before the end of 2021. And we ended up selling earlier than we thought. We didn't have a home. We didn't know what we were doing, but we, I had this feeling in my family that we would find the right home. Well, we found her. Um, we, she's literally the lake house. That's what we have on our address now. And she's on the lake in Nova Scotia. And we are so happy to be here. And literally, it's a it's more laid back pace. Like people just talk. At first, we're like, they come up to the porch safely. And people talk because they have time. And time's different here. It's like gone back into another period. And so Monday, and then it's Friday. And it's like, what happened to the week? So that, that kind of timing <laughs> thing. I don't know if that's something angels can talk about. But how time is just, well, it's it's. What? It's man-made time anyway, right? It's, it's different now. Yeah, the angels do speak about that in terms of the, the new energies we're in or new era, whatever you want to call it. It's Time is not a limiting factor anymore. So the structure of time where it, you know, it always takes this many steps to get from A to B and the sort of linear structure of time is really the old way. So it's still there so that we don't have to experience everything at once and sort of as a flavor seasoning. <laughs> but but yeah, it's very different now. And I, I experienced that too. Sometimes now it feels very accelerated and sometimes I feel like yeah, seven years have happened in the last year. It's 
it's different. Uh, that like the amount of time it, it takes for you to get to your goal, it seems like it's sometimes just much too fast in, in terms of what the mind can comprehend as possible. <laughs> yes. And I, and I think that the clarity around that, because I know that as we're coming into 2022, and that's part of, you know, what we said this was that, you know, tools for coming into the year 2022. And I want to talk about the numbers there, 2022. <laughs> I'm, sure that's, I'm sure that's significant, that uh, clarity around that, because I know, again, with this big move out of Ontario to Nova Scotia, um, I don't. I don't want to do things the same. I'm really just exploring it and giving myself the um, the permission to just breathe and allow, you know, what comes up for me. So let's talk about that. Let's. Yeah. Oh, that's again so much I want to do with you and talk to you. <laughs> let's so, jump into the number. I love that let's, because let's go into the number because it is this, big. The the energy of two. So what what angels Ariel and Raphael shared with me is the energy of. The number two is like, what's the next step? Mm. So when things are swirling with so much change and potential for, you know, chaos and upheaval change, I think there's a lot of people talking about that for the coming year. I'm not attached to things being that way, but, you know, it seems like, well, it seems likely given what the angels and others are saying. So what do you do when things are changing so fast, when you're getting new gifts, when you're abilities are shifting when the world around you is maybe changing well you know take a breath and what's the next step because usually what you're going to do today or right now in this hour you have a lot of clarity around that that's not in question Hmm. it's when you start to wonder like oh how's this going to play out next month or next year am I going to have enough money to live on all those questions and doubts are usually around some potential thing that hasn't happened yet but right now if you can center yourself through meditation or breathing or just come into the very present moment what's the next step it might be to make lunch (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. okay all right I still don't know what's happening with the world I I don't understand these new visions that are coming in with my new gifts yet but uh yeah I know how to make lunch okay great (laughs) So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. keep it simple sometimes, even in the midst of profound change, or especially in the midst of profound change, you still take it one step at a time. Let's, let's, thank you. Let's segue that into, as you know, with the uncertainty in the world and COVID. And now that we have this Omicron variant, you know, that's in the news every day. I know people I know, they're looking at that every day now. And should you get the third booster shot or, you know, put masks back on? Do, do the angels speak to that uncertainty, or do they go back to the, the 2022? The, the better thing to do is to take the next step every day. We don't know. Well, one of the tools, so they, they gave four tools uh, for 2022. One of them is meditation. And the way they described this, I thought was so interesting, because it, certainly I think many of us have experienced meditation for soothing and calm and transformation, the way they described it was when you're getting all these conflicting information sources, or maybe the internet down goes down for an hour because there's a snowstorm, well, tune into yourself, tune into your meditation, to your perceptive abilities. What is true? What is right for me? And that information source through your own, you know, stillness and meditation is where you're going to feel that truth for you. So that's that's the first tool for 2022 is meditation. 
And I love those two things you said. Sorry, like what is true and what is right for you. That is so important to me. Um, you know, part of my tagline is create the life you love on your terms. So I love that you say that because if people, you don't stop comparing yourself to, you know, whoever out there and you start coming to yourself and that self-love and what's true for me, what, what do I want? I just had this yeah. conversation earlier today. My, my husband, I said, what, something that I would like, it's the roads here are, I want a heavier car out here <laughs> like than what we have our rogue. And he's like, well, I don't need a heavier car. And I said, I'm just about to speak to Adria. <laughs> I said, you can have anything you want. So tell me what you're playing for. And I'm playing over here. So, so that's what's true for me that I would like that. It doesn't have to be true for him. So I love that. So, okay. That's the first tool. Very good. Yeah. Uh, second tool here, and these aren't really in linear order. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you might've guessed with the end of it. <laughs> Uh, second tool here is is pioneering. <laughs> hmm. So having the attitude of being a pioneer, things are so new, um, so new. Really, none of us have experienced this before. So if you could imagine, you know, pioneers on covered wagons coming to um, one of the coasts for the first time and seeing an ocean, and nothing can really prepare you. But someone's described it to you. Um, uh, conceptually, you might have some idea that it's there, but it's not the same as encountering it, you know. And then, as a pioneer, well, what do you do? Do you put your toes in that water? Is it? How do you describe it to someone else? Well, it's not quite a river. It's not a. I don't know. You know, <laughs> is it dangerous? Is it safe? What is it? Is it life giving? So having that um, explorative excitement. Uh, to to understand that you, you can't really know these things until you start to experience them, no matter how much we've learned conceptually about what to expect. This is the time of experiencing and pioneering. What is it for you? What is this? What is this new energy? So that sounds like also tying into curiosity and opening up your mind to a new experience, which curiosity, we know children are very good at playing and imagining and Get, get back to that, to the essence of being curious about that versus it's got to be A, B, or C, <laughs> which is kind of, uh, for me, that shuts things down. It doesn't allow you to open up. Yeah. Oh, I love the pioneer. Mm. If you're seeing something for the first time, you know, how do you, how do you know what it is until you taste it or smell it or touch it or play around with it? Yeah. Love that. So the third tool is collaboration, mm. and this this can be what it means for you. It could be collaboration with people in your household or your neighborhood, or collaboration with guides, <laughs> spirit animals, angels, whoever is meaningful for you. Well, what's important here is you're not alone. This mm. is one of the shifts um, from individual thinking to collaboration and collective thinking and, and the new energies. So you don't have to prepare for every possible scenario that might happen out of chaos. <laughs> you mm -hmm. can do preparations if that feels right for you. Again, tune into what's right for you, but also know maybe you want to share that preparation and, and just collaborate when things shift or there if there's any hardship that comes up. You know, you don't have to do it all on your own. You have a family, perhaps. You have neighbors, perhaps. You, you definitely have guides and angels. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so 
collaboration. So that's another tool for 2022. And was there one more or was there three? Um, There's one more. So <laughs> I got excited. My favorite one, at least <laughs> today, <laughs> is uh, what? Grace. So Grace. the question to ask yourself and start practicing now is what is the grace in this? So if you stub your toe or you get in a behind a traffic accident, so you weren't in it, but you're stuck in the traffic of it, something, in other words, it feels like an inconvenience or um, just not what you planned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Start getting in the habit of asking yourself this question. What is the grace in this? Hmm. Those are all powerful questions. So that's thank you for sharing that and from the angels too. I know that you said in your book before, now you wrote the three books and you're working on them on the four. I can't wait to get that one too to read. Um, but the possibilities for loving communication with those who have passed on are just as real as when the soul was a physical being in your life. We can still learn from each other and help one another. That's why I'm tying this into collaboration to evolve and be more at peace with life. Please expand on that. My, my husband, soulmate, Cliff, um, his father just passed um, a very short time ago. He was 104. And, you know, I read this to Cliff to give him some um, kind of reassurance and comfort. How do you see that? How you wrote that? How, you know, to tie that in to how yeah. they can teach us there? Yeah. Well, I would say here from my experience as a medium. Mm-hmm. And I, I've learned so much from this is our loved ones really don't go away. Yes, of course, it's different. They're not mm-hmm. in a body in your house um, or in your life in that way. But they still can communicate with us. And if you don't choose that route of communicating with them while you're still here in this body, there's the chance to connect with them again after this life and to choose together do you want to have another lifetime together? Do you want to play in the other spheres, you know, dimensions when you're not in a body for a while? Uh, so it's not an end point in my experience. Um, when someone dies, absolutely it's a change, but it's not an end point between your soul and that soul unless you choose that. But usually you're going to choose that, you know, maybe in between lifetimes after when you're really digesting the whole life. Do I want to be with a soul again um, or are we done? And so you get to choose it in a very gentle, holistic way. If you feel like someone left too suddenly, you're going to have a chance to be with them again. I feel that very strongly. Yes. Do you have some examples that you can share? Um, I, I know that I see people after and they come in the room or there's a celebration going on and there's a party. Hey, you know, welcome back. Welcome home. So I sense that. But what experiences have you had working with people to share that, to give them that comfort? Well, what comes up for me when you ask that is it's a two-way street. So. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when, when we think about visiting someone who's passed, we're, we're thinking about our grief and how much we miss them and we just want to make sure they're okay. So there's a lot of that that happens, making sure someone's okay, you know, where they are, seeing what their experience of after this life is like. But there's also sometimes um, 
a movement that can happen when someone who's here um, living gets to communicate with someone who's passed on and can let them know, you know, it's all right. And because um, sometimes if you haven't had experience with, let's say, guides or angels in this life, when they show up to guide you after you pass, you don't necessarily trust that light, but you trust your relative. So mm. I've, I've experienced this really beautiful thing where people are still living and act as guides really for those who have passed to talk them through maybe a little bit of a stuck place and to be able to move on. Uh, so that's really sweet. So it's, it's just as unique. It's just as individual as we are here in this life. I feel like the experience of, of what, what you want to create for the, the next phases of your soul evolution. It's very individual and unique. Do you, do you think people who are faced with health challenges, maybe what they want to create is better health and well-being? And maybe they were diagnosed with cancer or lung problems or something, you know, it's something big. And is that something that they have to work through and change all their habits and their way of being as we shift into this new landscape of energy for all of us? When something comes up like, a, a, let's say, a cancer, mm -hmm. it, it could be, I mean, it could be thousands of things, but let's narrow it down to two <laughs> this discussion. You know, a lot of times people place a challenge like that so within their own life to grow, to mm -hmm. learn as a soul. So sometimes to overcome something like alcoholism or cancer so that they can teach others how to do that so that they can become a guiding light. They have to walk through it themselves first. And then, you know, sometimes people on a soul level have, a, let's say, a list of the core things they want to learn and do, people they want to meet in this life. And, and then there is such thing as death. There's a, there's a closure point, right? So when you come to, okay, I've finished what I, I want to do in this life. And we're talking now at a soul level because on the conscious level, sometimes you still want to live to 300. <laughs> but when you're complete, there does need to be some mode of dying. And some people like to have a slow exit so they can say goodbye to everyone. Some people just want quick and painless. So a lot of that, I think we have chosen as a soul before we come into this life. Hmm. I was thinking when my brother passed three years ago, um, his partner, she felt that, you know, he was scared to go. And that was before COVID hit. So she was with him every moment of his time of passing. And then I had my my niece who was living closer in Toronto to where my brother was, that uh, to play angelic music for him to, you know, let him know that you're not alone. And, you know, that you can go to sleep and just let go. And, and he really showed, she said on his face, he felt more comforted by that to know the angels were around him. He wasn't alone. So that's, uh, yeah. Now you taught, you also channel the Lemurians. We didn't really get into that last time. What can we learn? First of all, who were they? What can we learn from their culture and the people and the circumstances they went in again, as we're coming into this new navigating these new energies, what could we learn from them as we step forth? Yeah, I would say there's a there's some really interesting parallels between what the angels and Lemurians teach. Um, Lemurians were an ancient civilization, very advanced, and they did have a fall, a fall of their civilization. They saw it coming. 
So they preserved a lot of their knowledge and that's how they're able to still communicate, um, channel through me and, and others, I'm sure. Then <laughs> um, this book, Why Did Lemuria Fall, is particularly around as we come into our power, which is I think what's one of the things that's happening as we step into these new energies, we're becoming very, very powerful beings um, in an unprecedented way really, from humanity's history. So as we come into that, it's important to remember, I'd say this is the central message in that book, it's important to remember that we have access to the unlimited. So each of us has access to unlimited abundance, power, wealth, any any shade of, of the unlimited you like. So there's therefore no need to hoard um, in order so that you have more than and someone has less than. So this whole dynamic of trying to be um, a mass, take resources from other people just so that your grandchildren's 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 will have something in their inheritance and then the other people should be poor. Um, mm-hmm. That is what they say is the, the core, the seed that led to the fall of their civilization. So they're counseling us, you know, when each of you has access to the unlimited, there's no need for that. You already have everything. How do people really get into that um, mental state, like, you know, and really know that they can create their, the reality that they want? And, and how, and by the way, how different is that on our plane and other planets and dimensions? Oh my gosh. I'm not sure I can answer the second question. But. Sorry, I'm a little chunker. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful question. Uh, first, I'd say that it, it's really not a mindset, it's a heart set. <laughs> and, it, and it comes through practice. So when you, when you practice um, being in that flow of receiving abundance, receiving yeah. the unlimited, then you gain the trust. So it's not a leap of blind faith here. It's, you know, start practicing on the little things um, or the big things. And as it starts coming back to you that you receive what you want, then you, you, you just gain that knowing, Oh, I get it now. We are in a different time. Mm. I, I would think that appreciation and gratitude ties into that. Yes, I'd say as you're grateful for something, what you're doing is telling yourself, your guides, your angels, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. So those who love you, including your guides and angels, like to give you more of what you like. I, I like that. <laughs> I know, again, with the, the, the home that we found in Nova Scotia, we had no idea we were coming here. Um, we just started exploring different things and the essence that we wanted with nature and more privacy and community and water and all those things um, at the very beginning. And still we've, we've had this experience that we came home, you know, that coming home feeling that this, this is home for us. Mm. We never knew it, but this is home for us. And not only that, at the very beginning, when we moved here, Cliff would say at times, how do, how do we manifest this home? How do we get here? And I said, well, we, we put out that, you know, what we really wanted and, then we were guided to come here. And that's that's just, we have so much gratitude and appreciation. It's And how can we help others follow that? That's part of my work, to help people create the life they love. Yes, it's stunning. And, and sharing your experience like that is one of the ways. So have, you know, practice, practice it yourself and then share with others how it worked for you. Oh gosh, well, I just got clear up what I wanted and somehow I got it. 
And it's really <laughs> nice to have the clarity and then you have focus and then you can take conscious choices in your life. Yes. Not just a default, creating your life, you know, by design. Yeah. We talked a little bit before about generational healing, karma, past life connections, old contracts, and how you stated that we don't have to do this anymore. So when people talk about karma, like maybe they have a situation in their life and they're like, oh, that person, karma will help for them. That'll come back to them. That's not it anymore, is it? It's not. We've really, for the most part, uh, most of us graduated from <laughs> karma. <laughs> So what that means is that's part of the shift of learning. How does it work now? Okay. It used to work that we had this whole sort of list of um, destiny, karma points, things to finish working out. So we finished that. So now while you're alive in this life, you get to decide, well, what's my new destiny? What's my new thing that I want? You, you, you're creating it right here in this life. So you don't have to wait for another life for that. You can have something new right now. And you experience a, a new everything. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really, really nice. Hmm. What skills do you think? I know you also talked about, you know, the, the babies that are coming in right now. They're already all lined up with the skills for the new world or the new earth or whatever term you want to use. What skills do you think would be beneficial for, for each one of us to start developing, not only for ourselves, but for the new earth? That's pretty unlimited. So (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of the fun part, even if someone's told you in the past, well, you're, you know, you're clairvoyant and not clairaudient or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. this is your particular gift. Yes, that's true. So that might be the easiest skill for you to develop first. But I think if you have curiosity or inclination towards new skills, um, that's opening uh, for all of us. So that's, again, up to you to create well, what do you want? Which kind of skills feel really fun for you and move in that direction? So it's really self-discovery, self-exploration, and really going within and listening to yourself. (laughs) Yes, and creating from there, creating from your heart. And also unconditional love for ourselves um, to realize that we're, we're all really one. Um, I had this experience, Adria, the other week. Um, I was watching The Bachelorette. Yes, I watched that show. <laughs> and uh, the guys on the show, all of a sudden I had this experience where I could hear and feel what each one of them were really thinking. And it's almost like a little bubble was above their head. Mm. And I thought, this is very strange because <laughs> I've never had it before. And I just wrote it down and I thought, hmm, that's watching a show, getting that feeling. I thought very, very very different. I was open to it and I am open to channeling um, in the fairy realm and that. And um, yeah, if you have any insights with that, that'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. You know, for me, all of my gifts, even in in the old world, (laughs) they've come through as surprises like that. I don't know that they're coming. They just sort of show up. And a lot of times in in client sessions, (laughs) so suddenly i know how to you know what color of light will work for that person and I think oh well that's interesting I've never worked with light with people but here it is and it works so Ah. um, I'd say that's a real clue to you to start tuning into um, people in in your everyday world can you can you perceive what they're really thinking and that and where then is is the grace in that for you where Mm. how does how can you use that either just for your own 
entertainment or joy in life or to serve others or mm -hmm. you know where you go with your your gifts is up to you because just because you have them doesn't mean you you're bound to use them either now that's interesting because if we so with our soul life's purpose uh, first of all i'd love to hear your take on that that you know let's say we sit we said with our whoever we came in with um it's a council for me that i speak to every day and and you know, I okay, I committed to do this. This is my soul contract, my blueprint. But you know what? Maybe I don't want to do that now. Do you think people can change it? Like you said, do not maybe bound to it, or does that apply absolutely, to absolutely? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have all of these skills and loves. Let's say by loves, I mean like you love this council, you love that kind of service or that kind of tuning in. You don't mm -hmm. have to give it up. At the same time, if he feels starts to feel like there are new directions coming in or some some work or life passion that you had for 20 years just feels dried up well it's because you graduated from it not because um something went wrong with you you know you're meant you stopped meditating in the right way or something so this you, you can you can definitely hold on to the skills and, and the ways of being that you love at the same time if if you feel like well, that was great and what else is there and move on mm. to the new there's nothing holding you to the old patterns i think that's a, an important message i know for myself like and, and i do some channeling and i speak to spirit then but i, I didn't know about that one <laughs> that's why i asked because i thought <laughs> maybe i don't want to do that anymore because again moving to nova scotia has given me a whole new insight to how i want to be every day even when there was a huge winds are out here at this lake that we're on and and also um the water pouring rain cliff and i went down i got him a, a canoe for his 72nd birthday and so yeah and um we went down to pull it out well he really pulled it out it was too heavy for me but it was pouring rain we had our you know our, our gear on but we loved it we loved the wind we loved everything about it there was something about feeling alive you know really being alive so yeah, that's that's good to know. You know, we're multi-dimensional beings, so maybe we can explore that a little bit. Um, and my question for you um, around that: Do you feel that we can be in different places at different times, and or is it just maybe in our sleep we can do time travel? Um, and the other one tied into that: Yes, the little chunker comes out again <laughs> about ascending into the fifth dimension now. Well, well, we're in our physical bodies. So that's a biggie. We're going to sit back, take a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about time. Um, when the angels were speaking recently about new gifts that are likely to be coming in, they did, they did mention time travel as one of the things that are opening up. It's not that it's not been possible before, but just that it might be more open for more people or of more interest. They also describe time as uh, a wheel. Like if you could imagine an old-fashioned wagon wheel and, and we're at the center and they, we have these spokes of these different lifetimes. So to them, it's not happened in a linear progression, what we might call past life or future life. These are spokes on the wheel. So from the center point, you can absolutely visit different places, influence other places in, in different lives or, or travel around. Um, and it's all it's all in the present moment um, in one sense. But to experience it all like that would be a little not fun. Maybe it was going to say overwhelming, but it's not mm -hmm. as fun as, as drawing out one story at a time or, or, you know, some of you were, 
prefer to jump around, that's fine too. But to have it all at once, I think time can be useful to give it a structure where we can move around and visit things without having to remember every lifetime right here in the same moment. That's a little much for me anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. could make a different choice. <laughs> no, I think it would be a lot. I like simplicity, so I'm more of that kind of person. Do you feel like, um, I was told this way back in my 20s that my uh, psychic said this to me, but it's stuck in my mind where, you know, right now you're living in this time, but you your past life or future self is affecting you right now. And I didn't like it. It was like I couldn't be in control of my life in my 20s. It's like, what do you mean? Somebody, mm. me and my future can affect me. Maybe they're doing something I don't want that I wouldn't choose to do. Do you, do you think that was right on that psychic saying that? or? <laughs> Well, I, I guess I don't see it as a struggle. I, I feel at peace with my past and future self. I, I trust myself. So I, I don't uh-huh. think that in the future I'm going to come back and mess myself up, I guess. <laughs> I think I feel uh, that now more. Back then, though, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's just my answer. I, I don't, it's not something I've looked into with the angels. You have um, an exercise that the angels would like to lead us through today. Yeah, so let's see. Um, I'm a conscious channel of angels Ariel and Raphael, so we'll see who comes through and what they want to share. This is Raphael, Angel Raphael. So we come into a time of beginning. It's very, very important to remember that beginnings have an end and ends have a beginning. (laughs) So when you finished first grade, it's because you were moving into second grade. So as we come into the new era, you can focus on either one, the graduation, the closure, the completion of the old era. And maybe that feels for some of you some pain points or nostalgia around, wait, I liked the structure. I liked the patriarchy. (laughs) Mm. Um, Or you can focus on the new beginning as well. What would it be like to be in uh, a matriarchal society again? Humanity has done that before. It's moving into that again. Some curiosity about what is that? Well, I don't know yet because I haven't entered second grade, but I'm I'm curious to know. (laughs) I'm just getting there. I'm just about to meet new friends and have new teachers. And it's very much like that. You know, it's not so much drama. So we want to take you through energetically here just for a few moments. What it feels like to come into beginning, because there's a lot of focus, fear-blinded fear focus around endings, as if when, when a chapter closed, that means that everything closed. From our perspective here, we're coming into beginning. So right now in the space of your heart, your energetic heart, let's come into this Gratitude for beginning, the ability to have something new and fresh, the ability to live, to give yourself permission to leave behind your first grade personality and reinvent yourself. In this next era, you can be anything. If you like yourself exactly as you are, that's great. If you've always wanted to leave behind a pattern of the way of your thinking or your being, it's time to leave that now because this is a time of beginnings. And in the closing of a chapter and a graduating from old friends and old teachers, 
you have permission to be new. You have the creativity, the exploration to be new. So this is about you being new. And your world will reflect that particular type of newness around you, the kind of friends who like that new you, the kind of teachers who know how to teach that new you. So it starts with what do you want to be in this new era? Thank you. That feels so fresh and light and exciting. Yeah. Hmm. I like the playfulness of that. <laughs> I like the playfulness of that. <laughs> excitement, the excitement, the newness of different grades in school. I haven't thought about that in a while. Hmm. And there's so many areas that we can play in our life. Like, you know, I'm going to create a herb garden next year. It's one of my surprise gifts. Cliff will hear this. <laughs> I got one for the deck that's coming in for the winter and then outside. But I love to cook. It's a passion of mine. So to have herbs and fresh herbs and learn about herbs and yeah. just all that new learnings that we have so many areas in our life that we can expand and grow and add to all that's there. Yeah, exactly. This part you're talking about new beginnings, that, you know, I know that times I'll feel anxious or stressed or my, I can feel it energetically. And, and I'm like, what is that? You know, I'll look at myself, I'll talk to myself and I'll say, what are you anxious about? What are you stressed about? There's nothing to be anxious about. Is, do you think that's when people have that, that that's tied in with this new birthing of the earth and the endings and you've referred to it as homesickness? You know, how? Yeah, absolutely. So... If you're used to a certain structure, let's say a building with four walls and you suddenly all the buildings are round, you know, it's just mm. disconcerting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not better or worse even in, that, in, in many contexts. You know, um, I tend to think of this new era as very, very beneficial for us, but really there's a lot of neutrality. It was just, it was time for change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but when that much changes around you, and this is happening more at the energetic level right now, it can feel really disconcerting. Like any time that you move, even when it's a move you really want, oh my gosh, it's exhausting at first, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're resetting everything. Where does the light come in? What is the sound of the bird? Is that a is that an intruder or is that a bird? <laughs> you're ma- mapping everything in, in your new world, and we're doing that now. So, yeah, anxiety is perfectly normal in this time. It might be odd if we didn't feel a little out of sorts because the change is so big. Hmm. Interesting. I know I'm going back to Nova Scotia and all my newness here, but you know it's interesting when you said about the bird down here. Uh, crows. People feed crows here and they call them in. <laughs> so when we first came here, we're like, what is that? There's like nine, ten big crows. And it's a family, we were told. And, um, you know, Cliff said, don't start feeding them. They'll be here. <laughs> I've started doing it the odd time, but they know. They know you. Who's doing it? Who's not? It's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I put the crows before crows for, with, through animal totem for me, where it's like uh, the in-between, the veil from, you know, being in your physical body to your spiritual body. So, but, uh, and we have seagulls and all this newness. So very, very, very cool. So, so just to stay grounded in the moment, is that what you would say to people that that's very normal and just, you know, ground yourself and be present in that present moment? 
being present, yes, the the grounding part is tricky because <laughs> Earth is also changing. So those of you who have mm-hmm. grounding practices, whether energetic or um, with the Earth, um, when she's changing that much, I'd say you, you need to be very present with learning what's the new grounding too. So just recently in this last since the last um, set of eclipses my grounding point has shifted to the solar plexus almost like if i before it was like a tether to earth Mm. and now i'm sort of my own planetary system in a sphere with with the um, center point of the gravity is my solar plexus so this is really new for me and i've just been exploring with it but when i i go to ground or to release something and bring in the new it's all coming from that particular energy center right now this might be transitory it might be the new normal for a long time i don't know yet uh but i did feel very disconcerted at first some months back when i was trying to ground and i couldn't find it because earth had moved (laughs) and so wow so yes, grounding, but um, I would say meditation in that sense, I could see why the angels chose that as one of the tools, because when you're meditating, you're tuning inward to what's the truth for you. And that means you can allow for shifts like this, like, oh, what what works for you for grounding might have changed. Mm, I love that. I know that I've started dancing again. I know that this podcast is just audio right now, but it may go to visual or maybe half and half. I want to play with it. But to bring in movement and, you know, I have, you talk about freedom and free your spirit and, you know, dance with life and all mm-hmm. that interaction that, that, because I love dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's so much about, I think you had asked this question a little earlier about embodiment and fifth dimension. It's, it's not what I thought anyway, conceptually, I thought fifth dimension would be sort of like, you know, you're meditating or you're, you're tuning out and going up into these etheric realms it's just so different it's all happening in the body now so yeah dancing and moving i found physical um, activity has been vital for me in this last year for feeling spiritually grounded um, connected integrating it's happening in the physical so i would definitely encourage some kind of uh, you know walking dancing whatever for you is um fun (laughs) Uh, uh, but try different things i would say people listening because it's uh, the physical body is where a lot of spiritual evolution is happening right now so give it support then movement movement is great i think if we don't move it's almost like you're dying (laughs) i don't mean it in physically physically but it's like if we are building a muscle or that like you said like move and be in nature or dance with music or yeah connect in with your soul so yeah i hear that's so when we talk about or you talk about angelic transmissions so Mm. can you expand on that one and how people can open up and receive this and receive angelic light really and connect yeah (laughs) your angels are there for you yep so they don't have any other job they're not bored or tired when you ask them for help. <laughs> they're not overtaxed, you know? So they love it when you ask for help. So if if you, it could be something like, yeah, I want to uh, help attunement to the new energies, or it could be about a new job, or it could be about a flavor of ice cream. That's an that's a example they like to give because they keep it things playful. It's like, it doesn't have to be quote unquote spiritual, you know? If there's something fun you want to explore, invite your angels to help with that. 
And it, it could take the form of uh, transmission or healing, sure. Or it could take the form of some guidance or playfully showing up in your life. Um, ask them, ask them, and you don't have to know, you know, how to speak to angels. Just talk to them out loud or in your heart or on paper. They're there for you. They hear you. Believe me, your angels know how to hear you. <laughs> and we all communicate in different ways. So ask them. That's just... Um, they love it. <laughs> that's my that's my my working title. I, the angels will probably change it on these as they usually do. But my working title for the book about angels is "Ask Us for Help." They just love that. <laughs> I think that's a great title. That's 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 really good. Do do you feel that angels are also around us and show up in animal form and people? I I see a distinction there. So Mm. to me, spirit animals are very real, either Mm -hmm. if it's the form of a lizard that I'm I'm physically seeing in this world or one that I perceive more interdimensionally. Um, And people are amazing mentors and teachers for me. And I see that as being different than uh, angels. Mm. So you have a big team, (laughs) (laughs) lots of different types of help. And spirit guides and that. So to really know again that yeah. when you use the term beloved, we are truly loved. Oh my gosh. We we really can't be alone by definition. You know, even if you're alone in your house, it's you have so many beings who are rooting for you, sending you love, sending you guidance, sending you healing, sending you hope. Mm. I'm just feeling that as you're saying it. <laughs> Around the story that a lot of people have, we talked about this very little bit around fear and limitation. A lot of people have this money story of not enough. They don't have enough. They they can't go after their dreams. How do, how do they, what would your advice be for them to move past that and just drop that money story to know that they're unlimited being? Yeah, money is a tool. So it can, um, it can have negative energy. It can be neutral. It can be positive. Uh, but the advice the angels give for this is, let's say with your, your your house in Nova Scotia or people are looking to move or create something new like that in their life, focus on what it is you want, not on how much money you think it'll take to get you there. Mm-hmm. Because that's the old way of thinking. Well, if I want a house, I need to work this many years. I'm going to, you know, in a linear way, I'm going to make a plan. So I get the down payment. It's all very logical and good. However, it's not how the new energies work. <laughs> and so. Instead, they would say, focus on in your heart space, what is it you want very concretely, and then be open to the how. Maybe it will be yeah, the working towards a mortgage. Maybe it'll happen the traditional way for you. More likely, it's going to come in a little more creative, a little more imaginative than that. So when you open up those doors to the help and the guidance and don't stay locked into, it has to be the hard way, the linear way, the old way, time-bound way then you open up for the unlimited. Mm. I can feel that in my heart. It's, it's such a beautiful open way to approach life, to come from there in that openness. You know, I used to do, when I gave workshops and talked on the cruise lines for years and all this, I, and with my my business, um, I used to do this attitude of gratitude dance. <laughs> people people loved it i got faster and faster and they'd like put their arms and do it was just a silly little thing but everybody loved it and the openness if you put your art your two arms up like in a you know a v sort of like that 
oh, you can feel that your chest opening and you're open, you know, for yeah. for life and how brilliant life is and all that stuff. So the doors are unlocked now, let's say, in your heart. It's so you can open them from the inside. You can open any door. It's up to you. That's a biggie for all of us, I think, to really get that we really are, it's open to anything that we desire. And I always said, and I think I've said it before, but it's how I say it, is anything I believe that is put on your heart, a desire, it's put there because you really want to fulfill that. <laughs> and and like you said, it doesn't matter if it's in the past or what we said at the beginning, and it was you know, put into this chest of wishes, you can open up that beautiful wish chest or treasure chest and you know look how it unfolds now it you know it doesn't matter that maybe it's 20 years later or 30 years later yeah i really encourage people to play with this because i've been very actively working playing with these heart wishes for the last uh, maybe three years and mm. it's so um it's so fun and, and just uh, so much better than I could have imagined, mm -hmm. you know. And that, so, as you give your time to play with the best, <laughs> thank you. Do you believe, like, you know, Ariel, 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 yeah. Ariel, and uh, Raphael, you channeled. Do you believe, like, each of the angels and Archangel Michael that they, that people are calling on an angel? And they're using a specific name that each angel in that okay, like in those names, they they offer you um, specific um, help with maybe a challenge you're having or an obstacle you feel that you've come up to. Yeah, it's very tangible for me. Um, what I would say is that you don't have to know the name of a particular angel in order to so let's say you called him michael but it was really gabriel who knew how to do the thing you wanted you mm. don't have to get stressed stressed about that yes yes um you have your personal angels first of all and they're just there to serve you so you can just say angels you don't have to say any particular name if you have an affinity or a guess that oh i think michael's good at this i'll call on him you know try it and and um uh, those angels like Michael, Raphael, Ariel, Gabriel, they're available to all of us. So those angels you can call on also. But you also don't have to know the specific name. You could say, you know, it, just angels, <laughs> angels who can help me with this. I'm, I'm calling on your help. I like the simplicity again. In yeah, you know, angels are so compassionate. They're not going to make it hard for us to reach out to them. They really, they really aren't because <laughs> they want to help, but they also don't want to live our lives for us, right? So they're not going to step in and do things for you or create um, miracles unless you want it. Because mm. sometimes it's fun to do it our, on our own, right? We, we want to feel that sense of accomplishment or why we came into this life. So we don't really want spirits and guides and our parents and friends and, and lover and partner doing everything for us usually we like to do some of it ourselves so the angels are waiting for that guidance from you what parts do you want help with mm -hmm. i would say that that's where free will comes in yeah adrian we're coming to a close we're not there yet <laughs> but i would love for you to read um an excerpt from your book and I think you were going to choose something from your angel insights for unprecedented times. 
Um, I would like to hear it from your own voice. Yeah. So this ties back into something, a, a couple themes we were speaking of um, earlier. So the angels pick this out for us. I've been sort of grinning as I see why it matches the call. The question is, if some of us choose to stay in third and some move on to fifth, how will we interact and problem solve and move forward as a common species if we are divided by this dimensional shift in the future? And Angel Raphael answers, this is a beautiful question. It comes from a heart that wishes to include everyone in the upliftment of humanity. So we want you to know from angelic perspective that third is not a negative choice. What we mean is third dimension has its own hallmarks and values. So in third dimension, for example, it is a little easier to work things out through love relationships, through this linear one-on-one husband, wife, parent, child, all types of love relationships, even work relationships. So for those who still feel on a soul level, there is something so strong to work out with this person or persons that they are in a lifetime with now, they might feel there's more value to staying in third dimension for the rest of this existence. So staying on third does not mean stopping evolution or spiraling downward. From our perspective, it is a choice of different ways of being, different ways of existing. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I will be putting all the links to your books and everything so people can reach out to you. And, oh, great. Thank and, you. And find you. And let's, let's just go into that. Um, and I want... I want, I would like to invite people to go back to the other episode to listen um, to your first conversation we have. And we're going to have many more, Adria. I just, uh, I love what you're doing. Great. And the messages. So we get to keep playing. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. If you could share the gifts you'd like to give to our listeners today, that would be wonderful. And again, all the links to the gifts, how you can reach out to Adria, how you can book a session with Adria. You know, so you have a one-to-one with her and everything she's doing, just that will be in the show notes. So yes, if you can share that, that would be wonderful. Yeah. So there's a free gift of an audio recording. So this is a replay from October's Angel Conversations and the theme was coming out of fear. So for, for those of you who resonates with you hear maybe predictions about 2022 and, or others are in fear around you and you, you don't know what to do to kind of get out of that heaviness of the fear around that. This is, a, it's about an hour and a quarter of the angels working through um, how we can choose to come out of fear and, and how to use discernment in this time and creating, creating the opposite of what you fear and also lightening uh, the residue of fear around you from others. So that's a recording to, to dive into the practice space with the angels of how do you do that? Wait, I feel afraid, but I don't want to feel afraid. What are my mm-hmm. other choices here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is uh, 10% off for, for those of you who want to work with me and, and you haven't worked with me before. So um, for your first session of any length. Oh, thank you, Andrea. That's so beautiful. Oh, deep breath. <laughs> I, I want to thank you again for sharing from your heart and your soul, your beautiful wisdom on angelic guidance, messages from the angels, and tools for the coming year 2020. Namaste. That's my great pleasure. Thank you to all of you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast with Moira Sutton. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please join our community at moirasutton.com and continue the discussion on our Facebook page, Create the Life You Love. You will be part of a global movement connecting with other heart-centered people who are consciously creating the life they love on their own terms. Together, we can raise our consciousness for the greater good of humanity and for our planet. Thank you for listening to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast with Moira Sutton. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please join our community at moirasutton.com and continue the discussion on our Facebook page, Create the Life You Love. You will be part of a global movement connecting with other heart-centered people who are consciously creating the life they love on their own terms. Together, we can raise our consciousness for the greater good of humanity and for our planet.